Hello, beautiful people. This is Trisha. Welcome to my podcast, Words of Life, where we discuss faith-based topics to encourage, empower, and uplift you to become the best version of who God called you to be. Now, have fun and listen to the episodes. Hello, and welcome back to my podcast, Trisha's podcast, Words of Life. Thank you guys for returning to my podcast today again and I am very pleased and very happy to have you as my audience and I love to talk to people that um, are hungry uh, for people that are truth seekers because I'm one of them. I'm always hungry to uh, see, grow and receive more and to um, learn more and grow and develop into everything that God has called me to be. And I guess you want the same because otherwise you wouldn't come back to the podcast because this is all about the God that has poured out his beautiful mercy and grace over us, has saved us through his grace and his perfect sacrifice and the same grace that has saved you will keep you saved. And the same grace that saved you and will keep you saved is the same grace that helps you to be transformed into the image of Christ more and more based on the love relationship that we have with our Lord Jesus Christ and God the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Yeah, the Trinity of God, one God in three different ways manifested, yet one God. There's no, no three gods, there's one God in three different ways that he chose to manifest his, his glory and himself, okay? We're going to uh, jump into um, this verse today, which, oh, by the way, I think this might be then the first episode of the year, 2022, right? Let me check. I think, yeah, that's that's right. Because the episode before that was before the transition into the new year. That's correct. So welcome to my first episode in the new year. <laughs> so that's fantastic. Yeah, because the other one was on the 29th, I think. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. So I feel like we're having a conversation at a beautiful table with a coffee uh, in our hands, a cup of coffee. <laughs> That's how it feels like at the moment. I hope you feel the same way and I hope you have the same vibe that I'm having right now. It's really nice. But anyway, I'm preaching today out of the book of Titus, which I think I haven't done before. At least I can't recall. I can't remember. Titus, New Testament. I think it's a very small book as far as I can remember. And it's uh, chapter 2, uh, verse 11 to 12. This is the NIV translation. Uh, the New International Version, for those that don't know what NIV stands for. Titus 2, 11 to 12, New Testament. And it says, For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. If, uh, all people, sorry. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright and godly lives in this present age. I love this verse. I love this scripture because it's the truth and also it's 
you know, a verse that, you know, might sound challenging to some and to some less challenging, but, you know, I remember that, you know, years ago, I didn't really uh, understand the gospel of grace. I didn't really had a grasp yet of what it actually means to live in grace and to uh, build our lives on the grace of God. Okay, so it took me a couple of years to get there. When I was saved in 20, well, 2003, sorry. So that was almost two decades ago. Um, I had a very, I guess, distorted and wrong picture of God. And I, um, I think I had a very legalistic and law-based and work-based kind of mindset uh, based on my uh, upbringing really. Uh, I was raised in a Catholic family and even though my parents and my family wasn't really practicing Christian faith or having a relationship with God uh, really in that sense, but they were Catholic more on paper than anything else. Um, and, but still they would raise me in that Catholic background, believe whatever. And, you know, I would also attend somehow on and off Catholic church and would be involved more or less on and off. But I wasn't really there with my heart. I wasn't really, at least I don't think I was, I can't remember. I might have had faces where I was, but I, I don't think I was completely devoted and surrendered to God. And I wasn't surely, I wasn't surely born again <laughs> and spirit filled. Uh, I can tell you that for, for sure. Um, but anyway, so due to that and, and many other, you know, I guess, you know, influences, I was, you know, so wrong in my beliefs, you know. But yet, you know, I was born again and saved, <laughs> spirit-filled. But it took me a couple of years um, to actually get into that transformation and understanding of the gospel of grace and now if we look at this verse through the law law perspective or through the eyes of the law meaning the old covenant the old testament this verse will probably uh feel very aggravating and very uh pressuring and it will make you feel oppressed and heavy and you will feel like oh my gosh I need to do this and that. I need to check all the boxes. I need to be perfect. I need to do this. I need to do that. It's all about do, 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 rather than done. Okay. Because Jesus uh, fulfilled the law and he um, now says, you know, everything is done. And based on that, my perfect sacrifice, based on my grace and my forgiveness uh, and, 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 and my Holy Spirit, I can now... Uh, transform you and help you to become more and more like me and help you to be transformed by the power of my grace and my love and it's something that only the Holy Spirit can produce in and through you so without the Holy Ghost without the Holy Spirit of God we cannot be transformed and we won't be transformed at least not in a long-term uh, perspective okay and there is no real change without God it's literally impossible. You can't change yourself. You can't change nobody else. Uh, it's only possible by the power of the Holy Spirit in us. It dwells inside of us. Therefore, you know, people struggle and strive to change. Uh, even Christians that try to do it without God or are self-reliant, 
um, and they believe they can do it without God, you know, they won't be successful. There will be no breakthrough in that, unfortunately. Um, that's the truth you have to deal with. Well, not unfortunately, it's, it's just really the truth. So th there's nothing you can do about it, right? But um, yeah, so I want to dig into this uh, a little bit more. Yeah, so, you know, what I absolutely want you to um, receive today is the revelation by the power of the Holy Spirit uh, that can only come through, through, through God, a revelation of the gospel of grace and what it actually means. And I know that I've been, you know, sharing a lot about this and that I've been maybe repeating some stuff and I'm very strong on emphasizing the grace of God and the gospel of grace and everything and that it's not legalistic or gospel uh, that is work-based or that is, you know, uh, you know, if you don't tick the boxes, if you don't fulfill the law kind of thing, that you're going to be condemned or something like that. So I'm very strong uh, swimming against the stream of the gospel that is not based on grace, you know, and and, and, and that's, that's scripture, you know, it's nothing that comes from me or any particular teaching, but really, um, it's, it's, it's a revelation that, you know, hundreds of years, uh, back in time and history, you know, over and over again, men and women of God have received over and over again, because apparently we tend to forget the basics of Christianity and the basic truth of the gospel of Jesus and that it is a gospel of grace, and that without the grace of God and His mercy and the power of His Holy Spirit and His healing and cleansing love, we cannot be transformed. We cannot do it on our own. And the desire to be changed and transformed can, can only also come uh, from the Holy Spirit inside of us. So meaning that when we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and God, and we get born again and Spirit-filled, uh, the need to be transformed and the desire to be changed will be there naturally anyway. So it's nothing that even that you cannot produce. It's just going to come naturally out of you because now you're a new creation in Christ and everything has passed and made been made new. That's what the, the Word of God also says. So something that already has happened and taken place in your Holy Spirit in, in your in your spirit through the Holy Spirit, uh, your 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 new creation in Christ in your spirit already, and everything that has been happening and 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 fulfilled already, uh, and been transformed. You're not perfect before God in your spirit because you're a new creation in Christ, and you are the righteousness of God in Christ now, and you are justified, and you are forgiven, loved, and accepted fully, and approved by God because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Now you come out of a place of victory so and therefore you become more and more like Christ and therefore you are called a, a more than a conqueror and a champion because you are a new creation in Christ now and what happened in your spirit will now be transmitted and transitioned into your soul uh, which you know includes your character your personality your behavior your um, habits and your way of living something that is visible and tangible to uh, the world and people around you okay uh, but this you know 
what happened in one second after you were saved in your spirit doesn't happen in one second in your soul and in your character and personality. It takes time. And most of all, it takes God's grace for you to be transformed. God could do it in a second, but he doesn't. He respects your pace and he honors your will because you have a free will. You know, uh, unless you agree with God and say, well, yeah, I want to be changed. I want to be transformed. Guess what? He's a gentleman. He won't force it. He won't force you. So it takes the grace of God and it takes your will to be transformed. So it's a combination of both. Um, but in order for you to be changed, you first have to be born again and spirit filled. Otherwise, it won't happen. You know, uh, so first step is get saved, born again, spirit filled. Then you allow God through his grace to transform and change you. So and notice that even, you know, when the Bible speaks about uh, the fruits of the spirit, I spoke in a previous episode about already, you know, <laughs> that as well is a very clear indication that it can only happen and be produced by the Holy Spirit himself in and through you, okay? So, let me give you some scripture for what I've been sharing. Yeah, so in Romans 12, 2, uh, it says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, what is the will of God? The will of God is for you first to be saved, to be filled with the Holy Spirit of God and to be transformed into his image more and more. And for you to share the good news, the gospel of grace with people in your life. Uh, that, you know, more or less uh, encapsulates the will of God. There is, you know, obviously much more, but just to, you know, keep it in a bit of more, <laughs> you know, uh, manner to understand, you know, and keep it uh, in a way that you can grasp it for now. Um, yeah. And in Ephesians 2, 8, it says, you know, for by grace... Are ye saved through faith? And that not of yourself, it is the gift of God. You know, that's Ephesians 2.8, where it speaks about being saved or salvation in Jesus Christ. Um, and then in Romans 5, 9, 10, after you have been saved, Paul says in the book of Romans, much more than being now justified by his blood, the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed on the cross. That's something that I edit now. <laughs> justified by his blood. We shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. So, I mean, this scripture doesn't need a breakdown, does it? It's If you read it over and over again, you get what I'm saying. 
Yeah, so I think I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to, you know, release you with that and really pray that the Holy Spirit will uh, do His work in you and through you and give you even a deeper and greater uh, understanding and revelation about His amazing grace. God bless. Thank you for joining and listening to my podcast today, Words of Life, where we discuss and talk about faith-based topics. Every episode is meant to encourage, empower, and uplift you and to become the best version of who God intended you to be. Please take your time and listen to my episodes, but also visit my blog where I write articles at least once a month on trishabritannia.com blogspot.com trishabritannia.blogspot.com Thank you and have a lovely day.